Tony Katz, 93 WIBC, here at CPAC, the Conservative Political Action Conference. Governor Scott Walker, former governor of Wisconsin, the man who heads up the Young America's Foundation, where I have yet to be invited to speak. Well, come it, on, join us. It seems come that... Come on to the Reagan Ranch. That's one of the coolest things out there. It seems that Ben Shapiro is the only Jewish guy you guys want to work with. Is this true? <laughs> is this... Well, we Hey, we're wide open. We uh, Actually, Ben's uh, uh, brother-in-law uh, used to be on our staff. He was one of our lawyers. I... I am shocked, and I did not know. Yeah. How are you? I'm doing well. Great to be here. I love the energy. I particularly love the energy with young people. Not just folks involved with YAF, uh, our organization, but just young people in general. They're pumped up. In some cases, they're ticked off because of all the nonsense with schools being closed down, with vaccine mandates, with mask mandates, all that sort of stuff. A lot of these are college kids yeah. who, who have to deal with that. Before we get into your work and, and, and maybe where we see this youth vote yeah. going, um, as you you have the experience as an executive, and you have fought some of the more insane battles, You're, you you could go back to your tenure as governor as almost a ground zero for cancel culture yeah. kind of fights, Act Ten uh, things like that. One of the things that we learned from your experience is that sometimes you do the thing that somebody else may say is unpopular, and they don't want you to do. You do it anyway. Uh, President Biden yesterday said there would be no sanctions like the SWIFT sanctions, yeah. right, the, the yeah. SWIFT yeah. system, yeah. because the Europeans aren't in favor. I, I think, uh, from what I'm gleaning specifically, it's France and Germany. Yeah. Is that a reason not to go forward with these sanctions? No, screw them. I mean, the bottom line is America leads. We, you know, st- I said this yesterday. Strong people don't get us into war. Weak people do. Uh, and so appeasement, I mean, Neville Chamberlain showed this when the world appeased uh, Adolf Hitler and allowed him to go into Czechoslovakia under the auspices that there were German-speaking people in those areas. What happened? A year later, he went into Poland. We had the start of World War II. This guy, Joe Biden, is going to get us into much bigger trouble unless they take really swift action, no pun intended. And and if you're not sanctioning, for example, things like uh, uh, Russian oil and natural gas supplies, you're just fooling yourself. This is an absolute joke out here, and he's going to get us into a a world war. Now, I'm... I, I, A, certainly hope not. B, I I sometimes question exactly how bad this can get. It's really a question of how far Putin goes to answer certainly parts of of the question. But it is the leadership concept and idea, and I think that's a large part of what 2022 is. If we make an argument that the winning argument against Donald Trump was no more mean tweets and that the adults were going to be in the room— the adults are not in the room, and the, ra- the rational mind, rational Americans, see this. So yeah. how do you view the messaging that needs to go into 2022 for this group and for the political right to take back the House and the Senate? Well, first off, just on that concept you're talking about, it's real simple to point to Joe Biden. He's just not up for the job. He's not up for the job, and anybody who's aligned with him is empowering him to take us further in the wrong direction, not just on policies like this, but for gosh sakes, do we need to throw any more money at COVID? No, this is an absolute joke. It's an absolute excuse for the radicals on the left to pour more money into the federal government, and the American people can see what it's doing. It's driving up inflation, which more than just some economics term means higher food costs, if you can even find things on the shelves. It means higher costs at the pump, higher costs for housing. We've got to counter that by saying, hey, enough of the spending. Let's flatten out the federal government. Let's put the power back in the hands of the people. And on that point in particular, I think what we saw in Virginia is an eye-opener for the rest of the country. Parents are pissed off. Uh, They've seen after two years of COVID shutdowns what their kids are learning, or in many cases not learning. They don't like it. They want uh, power back in the hands of parents again. And every conservative should be advocating for more power in parents' hands.
talking to Governor Scott Walker, former governor of Wisconsin, and the president of the Young America's Foundation. I grew up not knowing of any of these foundations. I didn't learn about this stuff until after I got involved in, in, in the movement and yeah. the Tea Party and, and things like that. Talk to me about YAF and, and what it is they do. Yeah, it started all the way back with William F. Buckley. Ronald Reagan, Barry Goldwater got involved in the 60s. Back then, it was just on college campuses. Now, if you want to learn more, yf.org. But now, we go out to high school, and we just start this year. I've just become the new president. We're going even into middle school with new programs there because that's what the left is doing. we got to counter the left-wing liberal indoctrination happening on our college campuses and even in our schools, and not just in government-run schools, but increasingly even private schools. So we do conferences. We have members. We have chapters. We have great speakers. Uh, we do all sorts of things. And we, we just doubled, for example, the number of YouTube subscribers we have. So young people are picking up on it. You mentioned Ben Shapiro earlier, but he's a prime example. Uh, we had him uh, down in two campuses end of last semester here in, Cal in uh, Florida. Uh, we had tens of thousands of kids there. But more importantly, just those two speeches on campuses here in Florida more than 5 million people saw them on YouTube and all our other social media platforms. So we're What's reaching students in person. What is the message, whether whoever the speaker is, what is the message that you see is connecting with that 20-something? Well, it's twofold. One, certainly with those right of center. I don't just mean hardcore conservative, just right of center, just open-minded uh, from center to the right is, uh, you know, young people in general buy into fairness. And when you point out the fact that for all this talk about diversity on campus, the one area completely lacking is thought diversity, that everything is not just left wing, it's radical left wing and any other voices aren't heard at all. That's a powerful message, not just for those of us on the right, but I think for students in general, because they're not hearing it. And some people blame the students. I blame the rest of society saying we don't do enough to ensure they get a, a full spectrum of ideas. But secondly, just the, I, I think students when talked to are more libertarian than they are liberal. And by that, I mean, the more we talk about putting power back in their hands, you want to start a business, you go out and do your own thing, live your own dream. They want to put their hands and, and, and their minds into the government. We want you to do your own thing. That's a powerful message for young people.